This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Prime Spark, the podcast that brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. The second women's revolution is here, and it is time for us to fuel a spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Now, here is your host for Prime Spark, Sarah Hart. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here with us. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close, with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most fulfilling, and successful lives now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission, which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get going now. And today I have the great pleasure of talking with Christy Sullivan, a woman whose work I greatly admire. Christy H. Sullivan, a human design and self-care expert, author and speaker on a mission to help busy women stop overworking and start overflowing. She hosts a virtual community of female personal development junkies like herself to create better wellness, improve relationships, shift mindsets, and manifest more success, wealth, and freedom to live their best life by design. Christy is lead author of a best-selling Amazon book called Stop Overworking and Start Overflowing, 25 Ways to Transform Your Life Using Human Design, published in October 2021 through Brave Healer Productions with 25 other human design practitioners. She also is co-author of three collaborative books that were produced during the 2020 pandemic. The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing, Volume 2. The Great Pause, Blessings and Wisdom from COVID-19. And Transformation 2020. Along with two new anthologies, which launched this summer. The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul-Aligned Business and Wealth Codes. Christy teaches internationally, both in person and virtually, and has been featured on dozens of podcasts, workshops, and conferences. She also has been a certified yoga instructor for nearly two decades and became a full-time solopreneur in 2020. To connect with Christy, visit ChristyHSullivan.com. Welcome, Christy. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much, Sarah, for the invitation and opportunity. I'm excited, too. Thank you. Oh, me, too. So, Christy, just get started. Tell me, do you experience getting older? And if you do, what is that experience? And if not, why do you think it is that you don't? Mm, that's a great question to start off with. And I chuckled because I, I guess we all experience getting older, but I hope to think of it as getting wiser. Um, I do admit, um, and I loved your introduction because I'm close to 55, not quite there, but when I was reaching sort of this 
middle age, um, you know, place, <laughs> I really thought like, oh, I, I haven't done all the things that I wanted to do yet. And, uh, you know, I see things like people getting awards, the 40 under 40 awards. And, you know, I don't know if they have 50 under 50, but, you know, I started to recognize that, you know what, I still have a whole heck of a lot of life left. So I had to reformat or change a little bit of that perception. And I think that's helped. <laughs> that is interesting, Christy, because I don't know, most, I almost always start out my podcasts with that question and i bet I've, I've interviewed i don't know 100 some women and across the board people feel like well you know i'm this is sort of halfway i'm not done i'm 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 just getting started in a way and it, it's true i mean it's women now who are 50 55 60 can can fully expect to live another 30 40 years healthy if you know if we stay healthy um and so that's that's wonderful and and that perception is what we are fighting that perception of oh my goodness now i'm 50 and it's probably the end and oh uh, it's it's not true it never was true really and it really isn't true now so thank you for that yeah. and you know i'm gonna say i i'm connected i think to a lot of like-minded women. And I definitely see more women probably than even men. Uh, and again, like-minded for like personal growth and development. And I think they do share that. Um, and what's interesting is I always thought I'd live to be a hundred. So I definitely have more than half my life to go. That's right. That's right. So I'm fascinated by human design, Christy. And uh, for those of us who don't know anything or very much about it, would you please explain it and say how you got involved? Sure. So actually, um, we got I got involved through our mutual friend, uh, Linda Albright, uh, one of my mentors who had a coaching program and taught human design as the basis about five, six years ago. I actually say human design finds you when you're ready, because I, um, at the time, had never heard of it. People I talk to most days don't know what it is, um, but some have, and they're like, I just heard about it recently. Uh, so it is fairly new, I would say. The tool or system was formed in 1980s. So it's not that old. However, it blends together ancient wisdom from Kabbalah, I Ching, and the chakra system, as well as astrology, which is a huge basis for it. And we all know astrology. So I call this a little bit like astrology and steroids or like doing a personality assessment, but of your inner self and your deeper self, your most authentic self. So it's based on your birthday and it gives you a blueprint of your energy or how you were wired, so to speak, in this life. And that really resonated for me because I'm a yoga student and teacher and I understand the chakra system. And so this gave me a really um, in-depth understanding of who I am and who I'm not and ways that I've been conditioned. And it really helped me in the last few years to shift my, my mindset and my um, choices in life. And it's been amazing. That's fascinating. So is it, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how to ask this. Is the, is the pattern sort of the idea of as above, so below, if that's, if it's at our birth date? Um. So explain that to me. What do you mean? Um, well, like what? outside on the inside no what's 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 in the heavens what's what's in the universe you know is it is it is it um matching what was there at the time i was born well specifically in terms of quantum physics is related to the alignment of the planets and cosmic entities like asteroids and and stars and such and it's related to that for sure because it's based on not only your birth date but your time is important now quantum physics is showing that there is um, a relationship and and astrology and astronomy for many years has shown you know the effects of that so it does show this outside sort of cosmic um influence and what i learned recently the phrase um is that it's how we interact with the cosmos it's how we interact with divine and source and sort of this greater energy that's outside of the dense human 3d i guess um so it's really our interaction because it's energy is is interaction energy is movement energy is is not something concrete so it's definitely related to that i would say okay so um what do you think is most helpful for people when they learn about human design? So it's a rabbit hole and to take it one step at a time, because it definitely is mind blowing. I saw you scratch your head like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of intriguing, uh, complicated, mind blowing. And where usually you start in human design is something called your type. It's sort of like your astrology sign. And it's the first layer. The interesting thing about human design is it shows your unique blueprint and there's over 3 billion combinations. So you really, this is really who you are yourself. But when we start with the type, we're starting with like the first layer. And what I would say is, is you need to take each layer one at a time because um, there's so much to it to embrace and understand. And then to say, okay, well, now that I know this information, how do I apply it? There's lots of information on the internet out there. Um, You can go to a couple of websites. One I use is mybodygraph.com where you can input your information and get what's called your design and this chart that looks like um, a body with shapes and different symbols. But the other thing too I always recommend is maybe talking to somebody like me. I do readings where we discuss and look at that chart. And just take it slow because there can be so much great information and it takes some time to digest and integrate it. Does it help people understand, um, oh, I don't know, what I should do in life, um, how it, I'm a, I seem to have trouble in relationships. Um, is that coming from me, my design? Um, uh, what can I do about it? I mean, how is it practically helpful for people? That's a great question. Um, First and foremost, it helps you understand, again, who you are so that you can honor more of who you are. And 
in human design, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. Nothing changes. Your design never changes. It's different than a personality assessment where I feel like if you worked on your mindset, you cleared some conditioning and programming, you could kind of re-answer personality assessments and it changes, but human design doesn't change. So that being said, all the aspects of who you are, we call this, um, there's two expressions, the shadow and the light. So when you understand aspects of yourself, then you can make a choice of how do you show up? How do you um, interpret sort of what you're seeing in your blueprint or design? And you can apply it to almost every area of life. One of the primary things um, that I like to help people understand is how they may be overworking, overdoing. A lot of times we need more self-care and rest. And that is because literally in certain blueprints, and yours is one example I can give, Sarah, um, that some people are not built with what I call like this large battery of just go, go, go all day. They actually need time to rest. Now, when they do that, their business can start to thrive. They start to get more clarity, maybe more intuition. Their communication can also change when they start to honor more of who they are. And that in turn helps things like relationships or again, business, um, business uh, interactions. So there's so many things, even parenting, it can help with parenting and um, so many great things that I don't know if we have time to go over all okay. of Okay. So I, I have about three questions here. Yeah. Well, one is, um, so in parenting, say, or um, for a grandparent or whatever, does the child already have, they already have their blueprint, don't they? I mean, yes. they are who they are. Yep, based on the birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, so you mentioned my chart. No, so so tell me about me. I mean, not not the whole nine yards. <laughs> but I mean, just just yeah. what 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 from the from the from the type level. Yeah, that's exactly where I would start. So again, there's five types or categories that we start with, and two of those are um, what I would describe sort of this. Uh, energizer bunny type car uh, battery. Um, sometimes I, I talk about the car battery, you know, we have in our car because all the cars, you know, they look different on the outside, inside, um, and you're driving that car on the on the journey of life. So if you look under the hood, two of those types have this large battery that sustains workforce and life force. So they're really here to be um, working, doing things, um, being like the energizer bunny, I call it. The other three types are not as equipped with this huge battery, but more of a smaller one that needs to be plugged in throughout the day. So the two first types are called the generator and manifesting generator, and they make up about 70% of the population. Wow. Yeah, and the other three types make up the 30%. And they are the reflector, which is a rare breed, only 1%. The manifester, which is 9% of the population. And the projector, which is 20% of the population. So let me start with you. You are a projector. So you're in that basket of maybe you need a lot of downtime or at least some to recharge yourself throughout the day. 
projectors are also really have a specific role. They're here to guide and share wisdom and insight. But this I just learned uh, recently in a human design conference I went to. The way that they put it is that the projector types are here to hold the template, the energy template of the world and help with healing. So you've got a big job. <laughs> oh, that? my goodness. That makes me tired just hearing it. <laughs> Which is a lot of rest for sure. Yeah. So my question would be, you know, in a, a reading, if I was talking to you as a projector or one of those other three types, uh, two types that don't have that large car battery, are you doing self-care? Are you taking time throughout the day to recharge yourself? You know, it's really interesting, Christy, because I said to somebody yesterday, I don't feel like me. And they looked at me like I was, huh? And I said, oh, would you ever feel that way? And she said, yes. And usually I need time to myself. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting because I had a chock full weekend. That was really good and wonderful. But at the end of it, I'm sort of, where am I? Where am I? So that is really interesting. That's yeah. it's interesting yeah. here. You know, we are, have many different aspects to who we are. So, you know, being with um, you know, a lot of people on the weekend might feel good, but it could also have some draining qualities. And something that we would talk about later on in, in a reading, sort of a part two would be um, something called your profile. You have something called in the hermit line, which means <laughs> you do get recharged by being by yourself. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you're always by yourself or that um, is the best thing, but you need that time by yourself. And then usually like a hermit, you're called out um, of that hiding to come out and do things and be with others. And that's just that ebb and flow. And, and the, be aware and honor that you might need some some downtime. And, you know, the, the profile is not for all projectors. It could be different types. But that's what's amazing about human design. We start with, you know, one layer and then look at other aspects and how that how that fits for you or how you experience it. That's, um, are, what is is there any uh, similarity between um, I think of um, Myers-Briggs with um, not, um, extroverts and introverts? And those the two the two generating types or whatever sound like extroverts and the three other ones sound like introverts. And the percentage of the population is very similar. So they're not related in that way. I would always say that human design is a great complement tool to other things that you're doing. And Myers-Briggs, I do group into that category of personality assessments because it's based on how you answer a set of questions. Yes. And to keep in mind is how you answer things is influenced by your life experiences and even family and ancestral lineage, culture, also um, how you were brought up in the school system, what media you listen to, and even traumas and um, those kind of significant um, situations. So when you look at something like Myers-Briggs, it shows sort of the outer, out, outside shell or layer of, of who you are. And human design tends to be more of that inner energy that is naturally you. So again, like they can complement each other, but I wouldn't say 
you know, all of the generators are extroverts. That's definitely not true when you start right. to look at different. Right. Fascinating. Do you think that it, um, probably not, but does human design, is it any uh, more important or applicable or relevant or whatever for us as we get older or not? I actually find a lot of the people that I connect to about human design, and I said I was at a conference, tend to be mid-age women. Women because we tend to be doing this inner work and wanting to know more about ourselves and to, to transform things in our lives. So um, middle age is actually a great time to connect with this kind of tool. And in part, it does validate things that you may already know about yourself or that you've come to find out about yourself. For example, you may, you know, before we're nodding about the hermit, you may realize, you know, I do love my downtime. So when you hear human design and um, you're again in, in midlife or later, it's so validating. It's almost liberating. You get to take that deep breath and be like, okay, I don't have to apologize for who I am or what I'm doing when it's in the right alignment with this energy design that you are. So I think, um, you know, for any age, it can be really helpful, but for older, um, older, especially women, I feel that it just gives them peace. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's interesting because I, I find that uh, many of us, particularly women, many of us, as we hit, 50, 55, 60. Um, for, there's a bit of a question about who am I? Because I may have spent so much of my life basically taking care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. Even if I even if I was in a profession or whatever, I still had may have had primary responsibility for children and home and extended families and holiday, you know, celebrations and birthday cards and da, 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 da. And by the time you get to 50, 55, some of that drops away. And you sort of, now what? You know, now what? Who am, who am I really? Yeah, that's such a good point. And, you know, oftentimes, um, and I mentioned parenting, you know, mothers are so focused on um, nurturing the children and sometimes figuring out, you know, what, how they operate and what do they need. What's interesting, I feel like with human design, when you pause and look to who you are, there's a natural ripple effect. I, when I found human design, I felt like it helped me honor more of who I was. And then I also connected to this idea that everyone is uniquely built. So I honored others for who they are. I also learned, like I said, about self-care and how much I needed myself in my design, what I needed. Um, like I, uh, as a generator, uh, one of the 70%, we need movement every day, 30 minutes. And that's because we need to use up sort of that battery. So it gave me, again, permission. If you're a mom with kids, permission to do self-care is important really more than ever. And when we do that, we're honoring ourselves. There's a ripple effect because we show up more of who we are. And that usually tends to be more of like a light to this in this world. So, um, you know, it's, it's such an important 
thing, um, even if you just basically are doing self-care and see human design as, as just a tool in that box. Right. It, it gives you permission to do so, to, to, to do some self-care. So, Chrissy, you said um, you mentioned yoga. And are you still teaching yoga? I am. I've been doing that for about 20 years. Yeah. What is... Um, you mentioned the chakras. Is there any other relationship you see between yoga and human design? Oh, definitely. I mean, I that chakra system is definitely, again, part of the system. And I, um, I know for myself, I discovered yoga about 20 years ago, and it was life-changing for me. It was like, wow, this is amazing. And I think more and more these days, uh, something like yoga or meditation or some, you know, uh, holistic way uh, of helping your stress is, is, is more and more um, in people's view. So I think human design is sort of the next yoga, right? It's like the next thing that's going to start popping up more and more so that people can use it as a tool for knowing themselves and for complementing things like what we understand in yoga. Interesting. I love the names of your books. Um, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of you in each of the things uh, that you've written or your parts of them. Of, of all those things, what is your favorite? In terms of a book? Yeah. Well, this is my baby because I produced it. The one that's Stop Overworking and Start Overflowing. Um, the others, I was a contributing author. Um, they were all collaborative books. So I got to write one chapter, which was a great, um, a great way for me to contribute. It was easy, not a whole book. The one I produced, though, I had to bring together 25 authors. I had to go find them or connect with them. I um, actually did through mainly social media or other people. And then I got the chance to really design the book and create the title with the publisher and work on that. And so it was really um, a very meaningful process to me. And I would say my favorite book, I'm very excited that it came out. Um, and I'm hoping maybe to look to doing another one like this. In oh, the next nice. <clears throat> nice. Okay. So I was just about to ask you what's next. Um, of all the things you've done, what what is what are what are some dreams that stay, remain out there to be explored? Mm, thank you. I really love speaking, and I want to do more of that about human design and sharing. Um, naturally, I'm a teacher, and I enjoy you know speaking and teaching. Um, I. I also see, you know, if human design can really transform lives that I would love to see it more in um, things like the education system or helping couples. Um, I'm not a parent, but also parenting is another great area. So I would love to see the evolution of human design like um, I saw with yoga when I started it to evolve. And I just would love to be to be part of that and just, you know, getting to know myself and, and like, like we talked about just being wiser and um, older, it's kind of exciting that so many things can, there's so many possibilities out there. That is, um, I think that it's, I mean, this certainly isn't widespread yet. 
But you do, every once in a while, read another story about a classroom where kids are doing meditation and that it makes a huge difference for them the entire rest of the day. So everything's possible, <laughs> you know, everything's possible. So uh, maybe you figure out um, a segment that's really geared to school-age children and, and um, you know, work with some mothers who want to get it into a school. That's probably the best route. Yeah, I actually did a reading once for a family with parents and uh, one of the children. And what's great about human design, it's not just a, you know individual, but when you then actually create a chart with two people together or more, like it's almost like you get to see the energy among the, the, the couple or the family. Interesting. Have you done any work inside organizations like with teams or with um, supervisors, supervisees or any anything like that? Yeah, I think that's another, you know, area that I would love to explore, particularly because when I um, before this, I really enjoyed um, learning and teaching DISC, which is a communication style um, that corporations use. So I would love to see human design, um, something like that. Yeah, I I agree. I think that would be neat. So of all the things you've done, Christy, what are the two or three things you're proudest of? Producing a book. <laughs> that yeah. really um quite um life-changing for me. Um and just I I guess looking back and understanding for myself my family history, um, you know, where I'm at now, the things, the self-exploration, the things that happened along my path and um, why they happened for me or um, the purpose maybe behind them as I look back. So that's something I'm proud of. I really feel I, I may not know every, everything. I don't know what I don't know, but for what I know, I feel pretty confident and able to really know who I am. And I think not everybody has that opportunity. So I'm glad that I was blessed to have that. Right. So we're at our time, but thank you so much. And um, please join us again. You can find our Prime Spark podcasts on every popular outlet. Find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. Thank you so much again to my guest, Christy Sullivan. And don't forget, you can find her at where would you like to direct them primarily, Christy? Well, you mentioned the website, but I have a Facebook group that I'm most active in. So it's Christy's Human Design and Self-Care Community. And you can find that on facebook.com slash groups slash Christy H. Sullivan. And I'm also on Instagram with that, but I hope to connect, reach out if you hear this and I'd love to have a chat. And it's K-R-I-S-T-I-H Sullivan. Oh. Right. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us, everyone. Take care, spread tolerance and love. Thank you for joining us on Prime Spark. 
With each episode, Sarah Hart brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes about remarkable, experienced women, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available at Spotify, Apple Podcast, and most other major podcast sites. The second women's revolution is here, and we hope that you use the insights you've gained here to fuel the spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.